Good morning podcast. I am a slightly sick Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBirdShit.com, your modern culinary manual. And today, we are talking about how to make a basic crumble. So what is a crumble? Well, crumble is a baked dessert with a fruit base and an oat topping. The fruit can be any number of things from apples to pears, peaches to blueberries. I love crumbles for three main reasons. They're easy to make, they're versatile, and they are delicious. Now, as I said, a crumble is made up of a fruit base and an oat topping. That's really it. So let's take a look at these two elements separately, and then we can put them together. The oat topping. The topping of a crumble is really what gives the dessert its name. It is a quote-unquote crumble topping, which is essentially just a light granola. The base of the topping is oats, brown sugar, flour, and butter. To this, seasonings like cinnamon and nutmeg are often added, as well as a pinch of salt. A quick Google of apple crisp uh, recipes will show you that there is no one way to make a crumble. Every site has different recipes and different ratios. My preference is three parts each of oats and flour. I always use gluten-free for both. And four parts brown sugar and then two parts butter. Ratios. So if you don't fully understand the ratio, it may uh, look like this one written. It may look like three quarters of a cup of oats, three quarters of a cup of flour, one cup of brown sugar, and half a cup of softened butter. Um, for smaller pans of crumble, the ratios stay the same, but the volumes change. So you may have a quarter cup plus two tablespoons of oats, a quarter cup plus two tablespoons of flour, half a cup of brown sugar, and a quarter cup of softened butter. Now, the second formula sounds a bit odd, but what's important to keep in mind is that it doesn't have to be perfect. If you add a little less oats or flour or a little more, it's not going to make too much of a difference. So with that in mind, you could easily change the recipe I just said with the quarter cup plus two tablespoons. Uh, You could change that to a third of a cup of oats, a third of a cup of flour, and then the brown sugar and the butter would stay the same at a half cup brown sugar and a quarter cup softened butter. In this formula, the ratio of oats and flour to sugar and butter is slightly off. However, it's not going to have that much effect um, on the overall dish. That's another reason why I love crumbles. Precision isn't necessary. Other ingredients. The basic crumble recipe spices um, like cinnamon and nutmeg can be added. So can a bit of lemon zest or orange zest, and of course a pinch of salt. The amounts of these ingredients really comes down to personal preference. Generally for a full batch of crumble, I would say half a teaspoon of cinnamon, um, an eighth of a teaspoon of nutmeg, and a pinch of salt. If opting for citrus zest, use zest from half the fruit. For the smaller portions, half the ingredients. How to make the crumble topping. Making the topping is fairly straightforward. Put all the ingredients in a bowl and using your hands rub the mixture between Uh, between your hands or use a pastry blender. Do this until all the butter has been incorporated. As the name suggests, the topping is going to be crumbly. Wrap a bowl, wrap the bowl that you just made the crumble topping in, put it in the fridge until you're ready to use it. It can sit in the fridge for a few days and it freezes very well. So again, you're just rubbing the ingredients into the butter to make the crumble topping. It's very, very, very easy. The base of the crumble is fruit, usually tossed with a mixture of cornstarch, spices, and sugar. The fruit, as I said in the opening, can be almost anything. And again, that's what makes this dessert so great. Cornstarch. The reason we put cornstarch in the fruit base is because it captures the juices that come out of the fruit and thickens it into a sauce. Flour can be used to do this, but I find cornstarch much more effective. The amount of cornstarch you use is determined by the size of the crumble you are making and the fruit you are using. Peaches and blueberries are going to require more cornstarch than an apple. 
For a full-sized apple crumble, I would likely only use two to three teaspoons of cornstarch, where I would use one to two tablespoons for blueberries. Keep in mind, the more cornstarch you add, the thicker the sauce for your crumble will be, and the more the fruit will stay together. Sugar. Often a bit of sugar is added to the fruit. This has three purposes. Number one, it obviously adds sweetness. Number two, it will lightly caramelize while cooking, which will add to the sauce. And three, it will draw more moisture out of the fruit, providing more sauce. The amount of sugar you use is largely based on personal preference. However, I suggest going fairly light here. You don't want the fruit to be too sweet. Two tablespoons for a larger crisp and one tablespoon for a small crisp should be plenty. Seasonings. Just like with the topping, a bit of cinnamon and nutmeg can be added for flavor. However, it is important to remember that if you're adding spices to both the base and the topping of the crumble, they can very quickly become overpowering. I suggest either using spices in the topping or the base, but not both. Of course, you can spice both, just go light on it. Citrus. For fruit like apples and pears, a bit of lemon juice is often added to prevent the fruit from oxidizing while you're working with it. That just means it would turn brown. It also adds a bit of acid, which will make the flavor pop. I always like to add a bit of citrus zest and juice to my fruit base for this purpose, uh, whether it's blueberries or apples or whatever it is. Basic fruit base recipe for a large crumble. So for a large crumble, I would generally use four cups of fruit, be that blueberries, peeled and sliced apples or pears, peaches, or even strawberry and rhubarb. Two tablespoons of sugar, one, ta one to two tablespoons of cornstarch, more for wetter fruits like blueberries and ripe peaches. Uh, zest and juice from half a lemon, one pinch of cinnamon, one pinch of nutmeg. All these ingredients get tossed together until the fruit is evenly coated. Putting the crumble together. To put the crumble together, you want to butter a 9 by 13 inch casserole dish. This is for a large crumble. Add the fruit mixture to the dish and spread evenly. Cover the fruit uh, and the crumble topping in an even layer. With the crumble topping in an even layer, sorry. Baking the crumble. The optimal cooking temperature for crumble seems to be about 375 degrees Fahrenheit. This temperature allows the fruit to cook without burning the topping. The crumble is going to need to bake for between 40 to 60 minutes. Once the fruit is soft, the edges are bubbling, and the crumble is golden brown, it can be taken out of the oven. And it's always best to bake the crumble on a pan, like on a cookie sheet, so that anything that bubbles over isn't going to go in the bottom of your oven. Uh, it is less, is best to let the crumble cool for 15 to 45 minutes before serving it. This will give the sauce time to set a bit. Serve the crumble with vanilla ice cream or whipped cream and you are good to go. <clears throat> now in conclusion, I can't emphasize uh, how great this dessert is enough. It works all year round and will always please. It can be made in a big dish or even individual portions and frozen. If you haven't really played around with crumbles, you really should. They will be your new go-to dessert. So there you have it, uh, the basics of crumbles. Um, if this was a lot for you to listen to, you can go to howtonotburnshit.com and kind of read through, and then all the measurements are there and everything. Um, anyway, that's it for today. As always, thank you so much for listening. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food and 5, brought to you by howtonotburnshit.com, your modern culinary manual. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. You can like, subscribe, rate, or comment on this podcast. And when you do rate it uh, or comment on it, it actually boosts it and more people get to see it. Um, just as a heads up, uh, tomorrow is Thursday. That means it's Brief History Day. And tomorrow we're going to do the brief history of Mr. Noodles. So I'm excited for that. I hope that you all have a great Wednesday. I'll be back tomorrow. I'll see you soon.